0: Welcome to Tap Connect, the digital transformation podcast. In this episode, we'll discuss why no-code isn't just for citizen developers, but how pro developers are using it to build complex applications faster. We'll be exploring the advantages of no-code development and the challenges that come with it. Joining us are Steve Higgin and Paul George, experts on this topic who will share their insights and experiences. So if you're a professional developer looking to learn more about no-code development, this is the episode for you. Hi, Steve. Good evening, Paul. Um, We're here today to talk about no-code, low-code. Is it just a trend or is it a technology that's here to stay?
1: Well, it's interesting you say no-code, low-code in in one one phrase because actually no-code and low-code is very different Um, and both of those have actually been around for at least 20 years. It's just that actually there is a, a greater recognition, as I'm sure you've kind of heard recently, of actually what these technologies can do for business.
0: Yeah, I must admit, I hadn't heard, and I'm in the industry as we know, no code, low code, I hadn't heard of that term up until, mm, was it about two years ago?
1: Yeah, I think that's probably true, um, and I think the, the issue has been that um, this technology has been readily available and used, as as you would know, through uh, TAP, and we've deployed this to many enterprise customers. The challenge has been that actually there's the concept of you don't know what you don't know, and a lot of people haven't been looking for technology to help them accelerate the development of software in the way that low-code and no-code uh, uh, facilitates so to that extent as the pressure has come on to um, industry now to actually then reduce the backlog on software and software IT there just aren't the resources around there just aren't the developers around so therefore they've finally started to look out to the market for technology to help people actually deliver and uh, produce software more quickly and that's where actually now the interest in no code and low code has come to the fore.
0: Yeah and When we talk about no code as well, I'm understanding that it's getting a bit of a bad name instantly because people are saying, well, it's only good for simple apps and um, not complex ones. That's where you're going to need low code. And even then, you're probably going to need a developer to start coding to really make it extend and and integrate with other systems.
1: Well, I think that goes back to the early days of when um, people were trying to use expert systems to build applications using no-code and low-code type solutions um, in the um, early 2000s. Um, And yes, the tools weren't particularly mature, Um, but uh, TAP was actually set up in 2004 um, coming from the space and defence sector with the intention of actually delivering enterprise no-code software. Um, the objective was to actually then, as a uh, developer, be able to then embrace this technology to do more more quickly for organisations. Uh, the challenge was actually that um, uh, no-code was actually then seen as a negative for many IT teams because they felt they were actually going to lose their jobs, not going to be as valuable, which was not the case. Um, the whole purpose of no code is about allowing an organisation and its business and developers to work more effectively together so you can do more faster um, and actually also reduce the amount of time it takes to code, uh, test, debug and release software. So there are very, very many benefits to a no code. Um, but a lot of the um, perception of actually it can't be used for any serious applications are based on kind of his, historic issues that were problematic, but now these modern technologies are being used for actually running uh, ver- very significant um, uh, business and mission-critical applications for the largest of global organisations. So, yeah, there's a uh, it's time for people to look up and, and actually then take a view at this technology again. Yeah, so
0: no code... Um we're dispelling the myth that it's just for simple apps. Obviously we know, <laughs> because we have a no-code platform, and we can build very comprehensive and complex apps that integrate with systems as well. So I, I know one thing that comes up quite often, and I've heard this a lot, um, and this is you know, the drag-and-drop function on a, on a no-code platform. So I've got a no-code platform, if it hasn't got drag-and-drop, then it's not very good. Um, and I understand drag-and-drop's got its place, but that's where you usually find the very restrictive, no-code platforms.
1: Yeah, I think I think there's, there's two two levels there. There are no-code technologies that use drag and drop um, to help the most um, uh, um, early adopters. Um, Uh, but very quickly um, as you start to build applications using OCO technology you find a drag-and-drop interface actually becomes problematic it becomes slow to actually then create applications and as soon as you then move over to a descriptive uh, uh, declarative type language which is uh, what taps tended to use you can suddenly create applications incredibly quickly with actually editors that actually help and direct you a bit like uh, the AI AI, uh, co-pilots that Microsoft have created for code completion we've done we've created exactly the same technology for no code which now means that you can build applications very quickly Um, it actually guides you in terms of what you can put in at the right place Um, and in actual fact we have uh, somebody uh, at the moment creating a no code application in our no code platform so if you really wanted a no code editor you can have that as well so yeah the the challenge of actually uh, classifying a no code application um, as a uh, what you see what you get editor Um, is actually wrong the broader the broader view now of actually what um, people are doing with this technology especially with AI and generative technologies now is actually you can generate applications in no code using AI technology um, in a few seconds so this is a a real sort of a a step step change to actually what's going on
0: yeah just expand on that explain that because I mean AI a few seconds there's obviously a process involved here What's there is is
1: historically um, uh, the software development lifecycle requires that people define upfront the requirements uh, for the end user the solution they're going to build and then from that um, you then have to describe that in a document that you hand over to a developer uh, or to designers and they'll go through and then try and expand that into more detail to give that to a programmer who may not understand the subject matter that they're about to then develop an application for. They've then got to then write all the code for that, and then actually others uh, in the team will then actually write the code to test all of that, to then make sure that it's functioning correctly. The modern way that um, uh, organisations, and you'll see now with ChatGPT and technology like um, TAPS-ACE, you can define a design specification give that to um, an AI front-end and that will build you the application in a few seconds that's all completely machine generated no human interaction required in terms of actually building the code and it's all tested um, uh, Effectively, or it's actually bug free because actually it hasn't been touched by a human hand so this is a quite a step change um, from actually the way that people have been developing software The benefit for this is actually it drives the agility um, of actually an organization to commit to build some software learn and whereas traditionally you may have spent um, hundreds of thousands of pounds building an application because it's taking you months to build it you can change your design model press the button and rebuild it in a few seconds so you don't end up in a situation where people are pressured to actually then just living with what they've had developed when in reality they've already found out that this is no longer applicable to what they're wanting to do So this is going to change significantly the way that actually people develop software. Um, And no code effectively is the uh, next step before we get to AI-assisted development tools, which is actually the next phase where people will be familiar with ChatGPT. Yeah.
0: So I know that um, we have clients that sometimes struggle with, you know, well, I, I do this process on paper on a spreadsheet and... Um, they've got an idea in their head about what their application may or may not look like, um, but they struggle to see it. And in most cases, and I know this, obviously, because we're having conversations with them and they've looked elsewhere maybe for an application, a provider, a service provider to, to solve their issues, and they're struggling. Uh, they they come to us. Um, the great thing I know about, especially with the sort of AI and, and ACE, the automated automated. Com- Compiler Engine, yep. that's the one. Compilation Engine. A compilation in- engine. That's the one where you have the data structured um, in a format, maybe a spreadsheet, already, and you pretty much press a button and it creates a exactly. framework app, basically. Yep. And then you can do all the tweaking, the nipping and tucking, et cetera. Exactly. Like. It, will,
1: it will generate around 90 to 95% of the application for you. Yeah. Um, so this will create both the user interface, um, the linkage to your data, data storage, Um, all the queries, um, and uh, the database as well. So now you actually have a fully functioning application where you can then search for the entities, the data in your system. You can add new uh, records. You can edit records. You can delete them. So in effect, for a uh, no-code developer, it means that actually you've created a complete framework that you can make use of very quickly. Mm-hmm. And for a pro developer, you can actually then get through and actually focus on the more complicated parts of the application even more quickly. And this is how we're collapsing the software development lifecycle, not just by a factor of 50 or 100, but by 10,000 times, because actually you're listening to the subject matter expert, you're listening to actually what they need, defining that at the front end, and within a few seconds creating a fully functional, demonstrable application. Um, and that's one of the key key challenges historically for projects and why they failed. Um, The issue's been it's the time it's taken from the definition up front with somebody like a business analyst listening to the subject matter expert all the way through to the point where the code is first created that somebody can run that could be weeks or months later and by then the requirements have changed so this is again the benefit of no code technologies is that it's actually helping to collapse that time scale and provide a business with the agility that it needs to be able to react to change
0: and so that that really is the same message that we hear about low code platform technologies as well they're saying the same thing so I mean, obviously there's a there is a difference. There's no code and there's low code. Mm. Low code being there is an element of coding in there. So you do have to be a trained developer or have some yeah. sort of formal training around that area to be able to create applications using those type of platforms.
1: Yeah, the the the, the concept of low code. Uh, effectively as building upon conventional programming. Um, uh, in the early 2000s, you'd be writing in a, in a conventional programming language, um, C, C++, uh, uh, Java, um, and you would actually have packages of software that would actually then mean that you didn't have to write as much. So these are reusable libraries. Um, and so the concept of low code, meaning actually those libraries exist, have been around for a long time. What's happening now is that those libraries are getting surfaced and delivered in the cloud. Um, And you need to understand how to interface and call those libraries. Um, And those modules typically require that actually um, you're using JavaScript or a high-level programming language to actually then communicate to that, understand about how to pass data, get the data back, security. So suddenly, very quickly, you're becoming a programmer. Um, And actually, um, and the reason why um, no code and low code um, has such a big difference behind it is the fact that with no code, you really don't have to understand um, any paradigms around programming, programming stacks, variables, APIs, networking. The, The tooling actually helps you build an application. As soon as you start walking into a low code environment, you're basically starting to form. Um, a team member for the actual uh, developer or DevOps, because you're still programming, um, and you're programming in JavaScript or some similar sort of language. So uh, again, you know, no code and low code sounds very similar, uh, but there's a distinct difference and benefit to an organisation that invests in a no code platform that helps them scale at enterprise.
0: Yeah. So we're talking no code platform technology with AI, um, with AI. generated yeah. applications. Yeah. Um, obviously the ACE um, function on there as well, so you can pretty much press a button with some structured data and create 90% of the application straight away without touching code at all.
1: Without touching code. And the benefit, uh, and again, this kind of goes back to the experiences that people had with these types of technologies in the early 2000s, was that historically you were only able to generate the code typically once, and if you started to make a change to it, Um, then at that point you could never regenerate it. The ACE engine that uh, TAP's been creating allows you to keep generating and regenerating and amending and adapting. So this then becomes effectively an AI-assisted tool. Um, But as part of the way that the ACE technology works, it will classify the type of data, identify the type of application, and give you guidance and advice on what other functionality you might want to add into that application. So this then again, now then helps actually a no-coder to then draw upon the expertise of a technology that actually is helping you grow and add more to the solutions you're building so you know coming back to the opening kind of question um, or the point of the question about a trend the trend isn't really no code low code the trend is moving towards ai assisted development of applications and tap as the agile application platform is actually uniquely positioned because actually this is the target the environment that we foresaw would actually then appear we just didn't expect it to take two decades
0: yeah but i know this much there's tens of thousands of users um hundreds of thousands even on taps no code platform using it every second of the day and night and it's been it's all no code applications it has absolutely been, you know back since what 2003? 2004, yeah. 2004. So, um, yeah, so no code, um, it uh, is here to stay. It is not just a, a trend. It's been around for 20 years already. And I think it's, uh, well, maybe, I don't say unfortunately for TAP, but it, fortunate as well because it becomes a little bit more common knowledge that there are platforms like TAP, no code, TAP platforms, you build applications, it, it, it's super quick. Very fast,
1: especially with the latest AI technologies on there as well being adapted. So, um, well, even with the conventional uh, TAP enterprise platform, we've had clients with two business analysts create over a thousand applications in their first year, deploy that to 88 countries globally um, without any IT experience, um, and they've been running the same applications since 2010. Um, It's now 2023. They've expanded up to nearly six and a half thousand different processes for their clients in the energy sector, and their team's gone from two to three people. They are the subject matter experts in their industry, um, and they are effectively then controlling and defining the data and the flow of data within that industry for its customers. And this is the power of this technology. You are not dependent on actually trying to maintain the knowledge of a particular industry sector within a small, very specialist team of programmers. In this particular case, these are subject matter experts who understand the sector that they're actually dealing with. So that's the power of actually this technology. It's democratising software to the broader audience of people who are working within industry, supported by IT. It's just a better way of working.
0: Yeah. And I think also, I think it would be good for the audience... Uh, listeners uh, and audience to to understand this too and I know the answer to this but I'm going to ask you the question so you can let them know too and that is um, you know let's think about some complex solutions that I know TAP have provided on the no-code platform because I mean you know I know when people w- when I've spoken to clients and they said well, we've tried a no-code technology they've tried it to use it for a very simple process you know a questionnaire something like that you know or or, or a a very short audit um but i know we've delivered some really really complex um applications on an NoCo platform and uh, you know maybe maybe we can just spend sort of 30 seconds a minute just explaining one or two of those
1: certainly i I think um uh, one springs to mind would actually then be the uh, patient discharge system for an acute care hospital so government digital exemplar um hospital the best of the best um uh, and there are only 15 of them at the time. Um, we visited uh, one of these hospitals to help them on a different issue. And the d- data transformation manager for the hospital identified the TAP platform would be perfect to help them elim- eliminate Excel. Um, which was the shadow IT technology they were using to help them with the uh, flow of patients from the emergency department into the um, uh, different wards. Um, And while they're under medical supervision, they were looked after by the electronic patient record systems. But as soon as they were actually ready for discharge, it moved over to the tap technology. So we were able to then keep track in real time of patients flowing through the hospital, communicating to the local authorities with the district nurses um, and actually the social care workers to actually then provide a a fantastic solution for the NHS. That was supposedly meant to be something that actually was too complicated to actually digitise, and we did the whole thing with one and a half people in four weeks. So the benefit of this technology is the fact that actually you can use no code to work the subject matter experts who know what they want and deliver solutions in a, a very short time. And as as you mentioned, we've done this into uh, many different industries and sectors because the benefit of this technology is that you can draw upon the expertise of the people who use the technology um, and actually they can actually then shape the solutions that they need. And more often than not when they start to build technology uh, or solutions with no code, actually their eyes are opened up to actually the broader picture in terms of the visibility they get from the data they capture, the actionable insights they can actually then have from this to make better informed decisions to be more effective. So, yeah, there are very many benefits to this. And um, final question, really. How long does it take
0: someone to um, understand and be trained to 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 use a platform like tap
1: so i'll I'll use our our sort of a oil and gas client um so they had uh, two business analysts um well actually one was a ex-nuclear power station mechanical engineer uh, was not an it person at all and his secretary Um, They tried rolling out a similar sort of system before, uh, done a little bit of um, HTML, but nothing really much. It was just being used as a kind of a descriptive language to help them define the forms. Um, We trained them for half a day on our technology, um, and um, basically they deployed a solution uh, that actually was rolled out to 1,000 processes and 15,000 people globally with no IT support. Um, The benefit of this uh, technology with ACE is the fact that actually um, you don't actually have to know anything about it because actually Ace will create you everything and then allow you to then come in and change the application afterwards. Now you actually have a completely structured, well-defined layout. You don't have to even really understand the the tap technology itself. So there are lots of benefits of actually using AI-assisted tooling because it means that actually you can learn experimentally as you start building these applications. But rather than having a high learning curve, you can hit the ground running, learn quickly, evaluate, change, adapt. And that's the benefit of uh, modern software. It's allowing you to actually then learn these things at a much faster pace than you had traditionally been able to. Yeah.
0: So I know the solution development lifecycle, the SDLC, I've heard that being conventional development, it's always months. Hmm. Maybe it's six months and sometimes it's over a year. So uh, no code, um, obviously is going to be much shorter than that. Low code, maybe a bit longer, than, well, it will be longer than no code. And that and that kind of sums it up quite well, would you say?
1: Yeah, I think there's a very clear differentiation in the terms of actually low code. You're basically part of the um, software department um, using JavaScript, working with actually um, the IT teams and DevOps. No code um, is not about not working with DevOps. It's allowing actually a greater freedom for the business to be more effective working supported by development teams as opposed to having to use them um, and that's that's kind of the flexibility um, at this stage but with the uh, new ai assisted technologies that's going to accelerate even faster and that's actually uh, you know an interesting space to watch
0: brilliant so um in summary i guess no code is not or no code is not just a trend technology it's here to stay and in fact it's been around 20 years already
1: that's right yeah it's a, it's a mature stable technology that's been deployed at enterprise and is going to accelerate um, even more um, processes and help organisations digitise even more of their businesses by uh, making use of these later technologies.
0: All very exciting. Brilliant. It is. Thank you. Thanks, Steve.